Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love the Zeta Project podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 141, Wired Part 2, and Resume Mission. Hi, pals. It's week, I don't know, three of Zeta, Ooh, so we're nearly done. Fuck it, yeah. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And uh, yeah, I keep just marveling at how quickly the show's going by. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's not much of it, but still. Yeah, it's just shooting. I looked at the, it's like, all right, let's see. What, what do we got coming up? Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And we're done. Okay, yeah. wow. All right. Yeah. No, I've said this before. We'll be starting uh, Justice League in the first week of April, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not all Zeta between then and now. We have a we have a Monitor Duty episode. We have a couple of weird little one-off things. Yeah. We got a Lobo. We got a, uh, the, the Gotham, Gotham Girls. Girls. Gotham Girls will take a few weeks. There were a bunch of those. Yeah. Lobo will take exactly one week. Mm-hmm. It sure I believe, will. I believe that will be your favorite week of this entire, <laughs> you know, undertaking. Oh, it's going to turn out I really like it or something. I'm going to be really liked, mad. You liked his appearance on Superman. Mm-hmm. And he features prominently in maybe my favorite episode of JLU. Oh, but, yeah. But not because of him. He's the B story. It's like, no, Maggie, I'm really excited. Lobo's going to show up. But his actual solo, who knows? It's a Flash animated uh, series from the early 2000s. It's probably not that good. <laughs> probably not. There was, I mean, there was, look, there was one good Flash animated uh, cartoon. There were, there were a lot of good little one-offs. Mm-hmm. You had, like, Badger Badger Mushroom. You had mm-hmm. Charlie the Unicorn. You had, you know. I do and- like Charlie the Unicorn. <laughs> Charlie. Well, on ah, jeez, they stole my freaking kidney. On a show we watch uh, here in my household, it's Days of Our Lives. It's still Days of Our Lives. <laughs> There's a it's... character named Charlie, and literally everyone, every time anyone says his name out loud, one of the three of us, or all of us, mm-hmm. go, Charlie. Because <laughs> how can you not? That name is yeah. ruined forever. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry so if your name's Charlie. That's just how it's said from now on. That's why we're not getting any new Charlies anymore. So uh, to those the of you- The chocolate factory goes unowned. <laughs> They stole fizzy lifting drinks also, though. Yeah, they did. Uh, but anyway, yeah, if if, uh, if that is your name, sorry, Charlie. Yeah. Wait, so no. A, sorry, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Well, I was making a different reference, but yeah. uh, it's just to the, it, was a, it was a talking tuna from the 70s, but ah. you're, you're probably too uh, young and Canadian to remember that one. I am both of those things. Yeah. Uh, so Zeta. Mm-hmm. Got some, he's, got some... a, he's our friendly robot friend. He is. Uh, with the help of our robot friend. Mm-hmm. That would be a much better intro if you just sort of repurposed the MST3K yep. intro and just had had it from Ro's POV. Ro. Uh-huh. Very good. I'm different. <laughs> Way down in the NSA. <laughs> uh well, we, we left off last week with a with a thrilling cliffhanger, and I'm sure people are, are on the edge of their seats or wherever it is whatever you watch is none of our fucking business while you listen to podcasts uh to to find out what happened because i know mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't watching this along with us because they can't yeah because streaming services won't make this available because uh, again hbo likes yeah money I mean, more i whatever to be fair this show was never available true i'm i'm more upset that people can't follow along with justice league when we get to it or the brave and the bold which we're doing over on our patreon mm. Just come on, guys. You it's own these things. St- They're good shows. It's still stupid. I- yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. I can. I. I will get re mad about this every time I think about it. Yeah, and because we do a show about it, we're thinking about it a lot. Well, I like to know that, like, certain listeners are. You know, look, 
we we appeal to nerds. That mm-hmm. is what we do. That is what we've what? always done. Yeah, these are our people. This is why we have done so well at Comic-Cons. Uh-huh. And nerds often, as sort of a defining trait, like to complete things, like mm-hmm. to watch all of everything. They like to, you know, follow along. They like to, to be included, and that's great. But it's difficult to do that here. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. Because it's some stupid company. Yeah. It's all stupid. Co- God damn it. Yeah, that's capitalism, Maggie. Ugh. This is this is capitalism. <laughs> anyway, on that bright note, why don't we? Uh, why don't you tell us what happens in Wired Part Two? Particularly for the people who can't watch along, you can tell them what happened. Oh God, I don't know that uh, my summary is going to be the best. Uh, oh, uh, I'm sure it's fine. Oh, Maggie lied a lot, actually. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's what we're calling our jokes now. These are just lies. Yeah, these are lies. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Roe follows Bennett back to the government lab where Zeta is being held, but. Not before talking to Bucky, boo, about how great Bus was last episode, boo. <laughs> Luckily, neither of these chumps are in this episode, and also maybe Bucky's gone for good. Please, pretty please. Anyway, <clears throat> Bennett's got Zeta hooked up to an evil tube where he's torturing our fourth favorite robot for information. I'm doing this for your own good, Bennett says, cranking the dial up on the Pano Zapotron until the knob falls off and then wedges in West's eye. <laughs> Roe sneaks in via the tried-and-true process of hiding in a laundry truck and then running around the unguarded area really, really fast. She stops by the R&D department to watch short robots shoot baby toys, which is a weird thing to program death robots to do, but I've never had to program death robots, so what do I know? She also sees sexy black hair with white stripe robot lady, and I would like to see that lady again, thank you. Same. Meanwhile, Zeta begs Bennett not to erase his brain, and Bennett quite reasonably says that he won't be have that problem anymore once Bennett erases his brain. <laughs> the scientists find a weird chip in Zeta's brain that nobody put there, and then fucking with it makes Zeta go into evil red eyes mode. Luckily, Zeta took out all his weapons months ago, so he just has his one zap laser. Ro reunites with Zeta, who comes to his senses thanks to the power of friendship, which I have found really does solve everything from making podcasts to killing God. (laughs) They slip out the back and escape yet again. I'm starting to think that these NSA agents might not be very good at their jobs. Maybe they only keep West around so that they can blame him for their many, many mistakes. Boy, West was <clears throat> like primo West in this Oh, one. he was on point today. Uh-huh. And as much as a giant failure can be on point, this guy was on point. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have a, I have a, a couple of, uh, of, of questions mm-hmm. from, your, from your summary. First of all, uh, I don't usually like to point this out, but this, this makes me laugh. Mm. Your summary actually says Roe follows Roe back to the government yep. laugh. <laughs> when I was reading, I was like, I wonder what she meant here. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you, I autocorrected like, like I do that, but What I want to do is not put a spotlight on your mistake. What I want to put a spotlight on is the fact that you made a mistake and your brain completely corrected it in real time. Yep. And the listeners would not have known if I hadn't pointed it out. Like that's mm-hmm. that's some good like that's some good thinking on your feet there. Professional. Yeah. Like Write I'm not, it up in the book, Al. Yeah. Uh, uh, my second question is uh, if he's our fourth favorite robot, who are the other three? Well, I I thought we could chat about that a little bit. OK. Um. I think my favorite robot's Bender. Oh, I thought you meant in this, in oh. this animated universe, but that's also fine. No, robots okay. in general. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, you said our like fourth favorite robot, which means these well, are I, these are I, things I, that we agree on. But well, I, I would agree with Bender. Yeah, I, I assume you might have a different list, but he, Zeta's still at four. 
Yeah, like although my you list... also know more robots than I do. Uh, but most of mine are Transformers, and mm-hmm. I know they wouldn't be on our shared list, and I'm completely fine with that. That's true. Like this list should be things that we collectively think. Like this is this is uh, as as our friend the mayor of Christmas would say, mm-hmm. the canon. Like this yes. is you know these are these are our you know it's the death canon. Mm-hmm. So I would say yeah, Bender number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, pooh. I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with this, but mm-hmm. the Iron Giant. Iron Giant's a good one. I would put him at two. Good. Okay. Uh, who? Mm-hmm. I used to like Data, but uh, recency has sort of uh, ruined that character for me. Uh, well, no, I would say Data actually escaped all of that nonsense unscathed. Well, I mean, he is scathed. He does die in that show. But yes, but but we actually liked that death. Mm-hmm. That's it, true. It's Data's extended family we have a problem with, but Data himself mm-hmm. really like was not ill served by that show. I would say. Yeah. Um, all right. But I, there might be a better robot than that. I don't know. I could put Data in there at least. Uh, at least until we watch uh, the next season of Picard and see how that shakes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in universe though, mm-hmm. Brainiac's way the hell up there for. Oh, uh, Brainiac rules. I also like the Batman robot that thought he was Batman. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, good. G- good robot. Great visual. Mm-hmm. It's got that like Terminator half face thing. I was a big fan of uh, the uh, Willy Watt, his uh, the the construction robot that Ooh, he repurposed yeah. to his revenge robot. Yeah, that's a good robot. Yeah, a uh, robot that pretends to be Superman when Superman's not around. Mm-hmm. A lot of good robots in this yeah. in this universe, and we haven't even met like like. Uh, oh, there's at least one that's going to show up in Justice League. Well, there's uh, <clears throat> Amazo. Yep. But there's also like a, a member of the JLU that I, that is escaping me at the moment. Isn't that Red Tornado? Maybe, but I feel. Oh, I can't remember I'm, if he's in JLU he, or not. He is. I don't know that we get a focus episode on him. Yeah, but I might. I might be wrong about that. He's um, just a background guy, like that one time Blue Devil showed up. My my brain is screaming at me that that Steel was a robot, but he's not. He's a he's guy not. who built a suit for himself. Ah, oh, fuck! There is another robot on that team. Yeah, I know. We'll we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it in a few months. Um. But yeah, lots lots of good rows. But but you know, uh, Zeta's up there. Yeah, I would even put original, uh, no face voiced by Gary Cole Zeta somewhere on. Oh yeah, also a, I like I like that Zeta too. Yep, also a good robot. I like the I've said this before. Uh, I like the no head design on that guy. Yeah, me too. And I like uh, I like Gary Cole doing his like I like Diedrich Bader too. Yeah. And, uh, of course, within this very show, there's another robot I quite like that'll mm-hmm. show up in the very next episode. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, and, yes, you were you were correct that the uh, the lady uh, the lady robot. Oh, God, yeah. She uh, shoots real fast to the top. I really thought that was some uh, some foreshadowing, like the, mm-hmm. that that's who he was going to fight. Like, the, oh, this is like you fought the Mark II. This is the Mark III. Well, yeah, they and they make one. They make, like, such a big point about, like, showing the character and, like... Well, it might She's be. She's got like a unique look, you know. It might be foreshadowing for the for later in the season. I suppose that's true. This show does more uh, serialization than a lot of what we're used to, so mm. you know, it's possible. Yeah. Previously on Zeta, I looked <laughs> at this robot. This week, we're gonna meet that robot. Well, like in when he's being tortured, uh, West, of course, is fooling around with dials he shouldn't be fooling around mm. with because he's fucking West. Because he's fucking twelve. Like. And he got he got peanut butter all over them. I'm certain. Mm-hmm. But I, um, he uh, he cycles Zeta through all his various um, uh, hologram forms, and they mm-hmm. did a nice callback. And it, really, this is just saving money by recycling animation models. Mm. But but we saw a lot of his like like oh that's the heavyset woman he was once. Yep. 
that's uh, that bounty hunter guy. That's like they did a good job of like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Well, it's that like, one. yeah, it makes sense because these are all like in his uh, database. Yeah. yeah. But it yeah. also makes sense from a production standpoint because they don't have to draw anything new. They just like, oh, we'll just bring this one out and this one out. And, you know, just find that weird naked lady that he looked at while he was on a train. Mm hmm. But my point is uh, they could be doing that in the other direction and showing us someone that's going to show up in a, in a larger capacity later. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. We, we'll see. Uh, my other question, and this is more of an open question. I don't know that you know this any more than I mm. do. Did we ever find out what that chip is? Who put it there? What it's for? No. Yeah. I, I, I forgot, honestly, in just the rest of the episode. But no, yeah. like I assume the chip is going to be like the next sort of thing. You know, well, and it's it's a like it's the same as what Selick was up to last week because uh, uh, Bennett even mentions that mm -hmm. he's like, "What is Selick doing? It's actually above my clearance. I'm not allowed to know. Do you know?" So it's like they're reminding us, "Oh, there's some secret shit going on that's much more secret than what mm -hmm. these guys are are uh, hip to." So that was that was pretty cool. We are at an unexpected place for me in this series where if this show gets canceled and I don't find out the answers to these questions, I'm going to be mad. I did not know that was going to be an issue coming into this show. Well, I mean, there is a small but yeah, look, nerds. These mm -hmm. are our people. There yep. is a small but vocal contingent of people who very strongly want something to be resolved. I don't know what it mm -hmm. is. Yeah, no, like, look. But want a movie in... or another season or something. Look, we've been in this for a while. We're going to be in it for a while longer. Yeah. I, I, I get it, you know? Like, I can get why uh, why this holds such a place in some people's hearts, you know? Yeah, I think, like, there's times where it gets too kiddy for me, but but sure. on the whole, it's been all right. These, yeah. these two episodes were good. Last week was good. Like, yep. you know, it's been pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, If it had hit me at a certain age, I think it would have made a much stronger impression. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But watching it, you know, when I'm almost 50, it's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, what was your good thing? Uh, yeah, I actually, I really like the scenes where Z where Bennett's uh, torturing Zeta, uh, mm -hmm. which is a weird sentence to say. Um, <laughs> like, he genuinely seems to think that he's helping Zeta as like, like, well, I'm going to make you like a better robot. You're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. That is not a side I expected to see from this guy at all. Well, we had, I, I told you I had read that the NSA becomes a bit more sympathetic this season. Mm. And I thought it would be clumsy. Yeah. I thought it would be like, no, the government is doing the right thing because of the terrorists. But actually, they're no, all they're doing is humanizing this guy, which is exactly what I said they needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. And they did. You're right. He addresses Zeta by name. Yeah. He doesn't call him, like, he doesn't say it. Mm -hmm. And at one point, he says, I can hear fear in your voice. Yeah. He, he What I'm saying is he acknowledges the fact that Zeta feels emotions and he treats those emotions as a real thing that should be respected. Yeah, it's just that it's like, well, but we need to do something. You're not supposed to have these emotions. Yeah, so we're going to get but, we're going to do you a favor and get rid of them. Which... And you say torture because from Zeta's POV, he is mm -hmm. being tortured. But I, Bennett doesn't see it that way. He sees it as this robot is malfunctioning and yeah. I I want him to stop doing these things he's not programmed to do, but also if he's feeling bad, I would like to make that go away too. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that. It's like Zeta sees torture, Bennett sees, no, I plugged you into the docks so that we can, like... Yeah, but it's an interesting... They walk an interesting line because, mm -hmm. yes, he sees it as he's repairing an object, but he yeah. also sees him as a person. Yeah, it's weird. I like it. Yeah. You're right. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's like, I again, I was not expecting that from this show, and no. here we are. No, and I... I That is one of my favorite things, mm -hmm. is 
if we have to have a show where there are good guys and bad guys, I love that line being blurred a little bit and saying, well, yeah, but the bad guys aren't just cartoon bad guys. Yeah, it makes them more interesting. Like what what, this guy works for an organization that built robots for from his perspective. I'm not Mm -hmm. I'm not defending this or anything like that. Killing the bad guys. Mm hmm. This thing stopped doing that, and it's just roaming free. Mm-hmm. That seems dangerous. We really should stop that robot from roaming free all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, it's made to, like, target a very selected person that we have decided mm-hmm. through our superior morality. Again, don't want to get into that. Oh, <laughs> but But that we think, you know deserves to be taken out mm-hmm. and if we just leave all that firepower on the street with with none of our guidance that's probably bad yeah i i get that i i, I would that. say that the the average teenager should not have access to a death robot well we're gonna get to that in the next mm-hmm. uh, in the next episode for sure but you know uh, like i i've said this many times mm-hmm. i worked for the military and sure. like i built fucking attack helicopters and mm-hmm. i i'm glad i don't anymore but i met a lot of people who genuinely earnestly thought this is a good thing we are doing. And yeah. they believed it and they were people that I respected. So like, I didn't agree with them, but all right, I see it. And it's like, okay, he, he kind of reminds me, like they would always say like, this is for killing bad guys. It's not mm-hmm. just for killing people. It's for killing, ba- and like, okay, that's a very, it's, it's for killing a very specific type of person. Yeah, I know. All right. Well. They're not white, but we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just saying like, they really thought. Yeah. This was the right. And I think Bennett's one of those kind of people. Mm. So, um, my good thing is his yeah. competence. Mm-hmm. Like they're chasing Zeta and Ro, like they mm-hmm. always do, and like they always do, they reach a, a sort of a, a a point in the chase where they have to stop. Mm. And there's two people standing there, and they're like, "Oh, you're not the two people we're looking for," and they keep going. That's how it always yeah. plays out. Bennett says, "Oh no, you're probably the robot and the girl." Yeah. Get out the goggles, and also here's like a, I don't know, it's like a smoke bomb or something that could mm. like, like uh, uh, reveal if there's a robot there. Like this is the first time we've seen like, and I'm t- and I'm including Lee, and I'm including the uh, uh, West's new partner whose name mm-hmm. I can't remember at the uh, moment. Rush. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like the competent ones. Mm-hmm. Even they just like, oh, we were looking for two people who can look like anything. These two people aren't them. Keep going. <laughs> and Ben, it's like, no, 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 no. Hang on. These two people can look like anyone. Let's see if it's them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thankfully Zeta and Ro were thinking one further step ahead and yeah. it wasn't them. I will be a pile of trash. Yeah, which was good. But, you know, it was it was just nice to yeah. see. Oh, that's why this guy's in charge, because he's actually smarter than the other guys. Well, and there's a bit at the beginning of the episode where uh, Ro sneaks into the, uh, the, the mm. building. And I'm like, really? We're going to do the. Uh... This is my bad thing. All right. Look. I like Ro. I have no doubt she's a resourceful little troublemaker, Mm -hmm. but I have an incredibly hard time believing she could sneak into the NSA. The place is easier to get into than the Navy base I used to work on, and that was not a highly classified place in the future. It was a regular classified (laughs) place in the now past. (laughs) See, I thought she was just going to get into the back of the truck and then go in. Yeah. And then it's like, no, no. She's running around in the halls looking at other projects. Yeah, look, that part's not great. But Look, and the, again, if that's foreshadowing, that's great from a plot perspective. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the laundry, like, let's pretend she has the same access as the laundry guys because she mm-hmm. got in with their truck. The laundry guys can walk in and see the other killbots they're building. That's apparently weird. that that's that's unusual. But like having them pull up and they're like, up, 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 sorry. 
yeah. we got a killer robot on the uh, on uh, the campus today. Mm-hmm. You guys, we need to do a retina scan. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I heard a thing in the back. Let's go look in the back. I'm like, okay, you guys actually paid a little bit more attention to this. No, and then she's on the roof. And then she's on the roof where they didn't look. Yeah. It's like, like all right, and- well, you're not great at your job, but you tried. And again, I like that Ro is such a, like, sort of a, I, I think of it as like a punk thing, like mm-hmm. just a, like, and uh, in the future, I'm sure, you know, well, she's a cyberpunk, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, like a, like a anti-establishment, very resourceful, mm-hmm. very DIY kind of, kind of person. Yeah. And like, I buy that she could do a lot of things, but this is, this should be the most heavily fortified place there is. Yeah. Like, and any teen, regardless mm-hmm. of how, how skilled they are, should probably not be able to get in with no help. Yeah. So. It was really easy. Well, mm-hmm. shit. Like, I don't know. I, I'm glad that the dumb freedom fighters from the Ugh. last episode didn't show up again. But Boy, am I glad about that. But plot wise, credibility wise, it might have made sense to get them to help her. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I can't believe I'm saying this. Bucky, it might have made sense for him to help. Like mm-hmm. someone with more computer skills. Yep. Might have been able to do something. But she we're, we're meant to believe she did it all on her own. And I'm like, mm, probably not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your bad thing? Yeah. So speaking of the hackers, mm-hmm. yeah. So this the episode, Freedom Fighters, Maggie. <laughs> this episode opens with Roe talking to Bucky, which already gross, uh-huh. and then going, "No, oh, those guys weren't so bad. That bus guy was all right." Mm-hmm. Just like I fucking predicted. Thank God he wasn't in the episode. Yeah, we we seem to be missing some scenes because her attitude up until the very end mm-hmm. was, "You're gross. I need to get away from you." Yeah. And he did, like, one tiny thing to help her, and that completely turned her around? Yeah, right? Like... I feel like we're missing a whole sequence that made her, you know, okay with him. Like, I know we were in the same gross room. Like, you were in Mm -hmm. it, I saw it, we both had a bad time, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, come on, guys. Yep. I hate this shit. Yeah. That guy's nasty. It it feels like... (laughs) And I, do, I, I don't have this information in front of me, but it feels like two different sets of writers wrote these. Mm-hmm. And the second one was like, well, I like the Zeta's been kidnapped part. Mm-hmm. And we finally are dealing with him directly, you know, confronting the NSA. Yeah. But I don't like these terrible hacker characters you've created. So I'm just going to write them off. Like, uh, Bus will appear on screen but not speak mm-hmm. for one scene and then they will all go away. And yeah. That's the bet. Like, if, if I inherited this as part of the writing team for part two i'd say yeah first we get rid of these guys i don't think i will be using bus and then we then we do something actually cool i am going to put him on a bus mm-hmm. some of my buses every time <laughs> every single time forever uh, strong bad you jumped over some of my weird sex creeps uh-huh <laughs> there's more than one of them now mm, probably okay so i still hate the bucky thing i mm-hmm. will always hate not as much as you I don't think anyone could hate Bucky as much as I do. But look, I want to fight is, that kid. This is the history of us reviewing things together. We're mm-hmm. usually on the same page hating stuff. Not always, but mm-hmm. more often than not. Yeah. But one of us usually feels more strongly than the other. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's you. Um, I, but And I, I really don't like that they work with him now. That said, I did kind of like Ro calling him and say, are you calling me from the payphone outside the NSA? <laughs> What's wrong don't, with you? Don't do that click. And then she tries to call back and it's like, that number will not accept a call from you. <laughs> I kind of like, yeah, Bucky still sucks, but that was funny. The number you have dialed is mad at you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Also, 
that the voice of that that phone message mm-hmm. was uh, Lauren Tom doing her best. There is no war in bossing save voice. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which, which they're actually they actually put to good use in the next episode as well. <laughs> That's a perfect. It's the future. This is a pleasant voice trying to make you accept some horrible truth. Mm-hmm. She's she's so good at that. Also. I didn't notice, I don't know if this has popped up before and I just didn't notice, but like, these are the hologram uh, news guys from uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely the same uh, the same technology. Yeah. It might not be the actual same guys, but yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's like a, the same. It's a similar visual. You I know? think that's what, I think that's what like AI people look like. Like yeah. they're computer generated people. They're not, you know, they're not actual guys. Yeah, but I, it's just, it's another sort of tie back to Batman Beyond, which we yeah. don't get very often. Someone says no. Shway at some point um, Yeah, one of these two. Yeah. I, I, it's the second one. Yeah. the kid, there's a kid that, that runs into something and uh, he says that it's Shway. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, it's Schwarbage. Well, it is indeed Shway. Mm-hmm. No, it's Schwarbage. <laughs> All it's right. Shwarma? Yes. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Have a look at my notes here. Do, do, do. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, just open this here. And... The flickering torture cords were uh, giving me a headache. Really? I like those, but uh, I know you have some, I, I know you're like actually um, uh, uh, epileptic, but I know mm. you, you you don't love flickering lights and things, which I appreciate. That might be a, f- well, I just realized this, this might be a family thing. My sister used to have seizures, she, oh. seizures when she was younger. Well, yeah. And a lot of times it's like, well, you know, like, like most things, it's probably a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you might not have the full on, you know, th- like, de- you know, uh, a debilitating thing, mm-hmm. but you might have some version of it. I definitely got to make sure to never watch that Pokemon episode. Mm. Uh, what That's else? bad news. I recently got back into anime. Oh, no. Yes, yeah. I noticed. <laughs> the percentage of things I understand you're saying has do- has dropped significantly. What the fuck is she talking about? For a while, it was all the gender stuff. And I'm like, well, of course. She's she's embracing a whole new side that mm-hmm. I'm largely unfamiliar with. But, you know, that that's... That's not this. This is like, oh, now you're completely incomprehensible. I don't mm-hmm. know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> what happened to you, Maggie? And you I say that with cool. love. I say that with nothing but mm-hmm. love and respect, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> uh, what else? I, oh, I, we, we touched on this. West was easily the stupidest he's been so far. Well, I mean, this ties into my quote a little bit. Yeah, well, what do you got? So uh, let's just play this. This is a great delivery from uh, Bennett. I'm going to catch her, and without anyone's help. Oh. Ah! Oh, oh, oh. Let's go help West. Yeah, it absolutely was. Oh, God, this was good. West has such a, like... It's like, I'm going to catch her without anyone's help. I'm like, because I'm a big boy who wears big boy pants. Well, there's a there's a point where they find this mysterious other chip. Mm-hmm. And West is like, I'll go pull it out. And he walks up with like the future version of a, of a wrench or whatever. Yep. And they're like, there's a there's a lab coated scientist there. There's Bennett, mm-hmm. who's while he's probably torturing our, our hero, mm-hmm. he is being methodical about it. He's not just going in and saying, yes, let's rip that thing out. What uh-huh. a good idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, yeah, I'll take it out. What are you doing, man? What is wrong with you? And yeah. there's the bit where he's walking around all sad and like the the laundry guys go by and he grabs a lab coat off of it. And he's like, what do you think? Would this be better if I, uh, if I can't be an NSA agent anymore? It's like, dude, are you expecting things to like you to not think as hard when you're a scientist? 
Yeah, they definitely also, don't expect results in that in that world. Also, is that a progression where you're like, well, you failed out of being an NSA agent. I guess scientist is the way to go for you. Oh yeah, you you can't be a cop. So instead, why don't you be a you know a researcher or a you know like yeah okay. Also, if you're a scientist for the government, that means you have to like you're a contractor, which means you have to you have to get results or they won't keep paying you. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck up or they'll they'll just not not hire you again. They'll get you know? new scientists. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. West um, really, like, I am I think it's in the next episode. Someone has an encounter with a, uh, like, a fortune teller machine thing. And I'm really starting to think that West bigged himself. That is a good theory. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's there's an interesting thing that happened. I don't know if you noticed this. Mm. Um, in this episode, the animators were clearly drawing something very different than what the voice actor was doing. Like, mm. they drew him looking genuinely angry when uh, Bennett yelled at him. Oh, yeah. And they lo- they drew him looking genuinely despondent when he didn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. But then Michael Rosenbaum, who does a good job playing him stupid, yeah. says, oh, I'll just go stand over here then. And it didn't really matter. Like, he looked yeah, like he oh, was yeah, having- Oh, yeah, it was weird. He looked like he was having serious adult emotions. But you're right. He still sounds like a child. Yeah. So it was weird sort of disconnect between those things. Weird. My face is acting really angry, but I don't feel angry. I wonder if my brain is sad. Mm -hmm. I should really delve into this some more. Oh, a shiny penny. Mm -hmm. We don't even make those anymore. (laughs) Is he a typewriter? I guess. Oh, I love that typewriter. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good typewriter. That's the voice I used to do for my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I recently added the uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 song to my Spotify. And uh-huh. um, it's a it's a banger. That makes me happy say? every time it shows up. You know, you know what uh, what might make you happier. Mm. I know how to play that song on the bass. Oh, that does make me happy. Actually, yeah. when I learned that, I was like, shit, this is good. <laughs> oh, that song rules. Yeah, it really does. The Pointer Sisters sang that. Like, yeah. like actual pop singers. Yeah, and they did a great fucking job. Of course they did. And they did 12 different versions of it, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else about this one? I think that's it, unless you want me to wax poetic more on songs from Sesame Street that I like. I mean, look, I could, I, I got I got an hour on that at least. Mm-hmm. The fucking, I, you might not remember this, the, the closing credits music from the 70s, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the funky bells. You know what I'm talking about? I might not. Uh, I might, a, they might like, not have wah, had that by the time I watched. Uh, wah pedal Street. guitar and bells and mm-hmm. oh, it's the, it's the funkiest shit I've ever heard. It's Ugh. so good. I will check that out afterwards. Yeah, I will. I will find a link for you. It's very mm-hmm. good. Um. Oh, so uh, a note on running order because uh, Maggie had some confusion about. This oh yeah, well. this was the, weird. The episodes we have are in the order they came off the DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I went by Wikipedia because they're usually pretty accurate. And what they said was that Resume Mission is the next episode after Wired Part 2. So yeah. I see uh, you You didn't, uh, like, I didn't answer your DM quickly enough and you started taking notes on the other one. So you just got a head start on. on yeah, it just time. means I don't have to watch the first, like, 10 minutes next uh, next yeah. week. But but for whatever reason, the, the next episode is not, as you might think, uh, Havoc in the Hub. Mm-hmm. We will be doing that one next week. So just, just so you know. But we are, in fact, doing Resume Mission. Resume Mission. Uh, well, actually, I've been on one of those lately because yeah. I've been uh, unemployed and I'm looking for a job. And uh, yeah, I, I know all about the resume yeah, mission. Incidentally, or... our, uh, pay, our patron. <laughs> uh, or CV mission if you're from, from the UK. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Hey, remember that time that Evil Zeta Project 2, whose name is IU7 apparently, came for Z and Ro at a hospital and then they destroyed him with a giant magnet? 
Now, my default answer would be, no, I never remember anything, how dare you suggest otherwise, but, uh, well, this show only has three recurring antagonists in the 13 episodes we've covered so far, so of course I remember that. I also remember that Batman showed up that time, so there's really no excuse for crucial components of said Killbot being left behind by the NSA. I mean, Bruce has dealt with Brainiac quite a number of times, so he would definitely have Terry... Oh, nope. Looks like the thing's brain is alive and well in a chip that has found its way into the hands of a local boy. <laughs> Thankfully for us, this local boy isn't Bucky, and while he does inadvertently assist IU-7 in rebuilding himself, a key word in that sentence is inadvertently. A good chunk of the episode from this point involves ordering packages online and then waiting for those packages to arrive, and honestly... It makes for some of the, some legitimately compelling tension, as well as being this entire fictional universe's most accurate prediction of what life is like in the future. Uh, well, for most of us, anyway. Some people just let packages sit at their rental office because they don't bother checking their mail. But these people are weird, freakish outliers and should not be counted like the mythical spider's jorg. <laughs> and if you're wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, that was an extremely specific dig at Maggie, followed by a reference to one of my favorite long-running Tumblr jokes. <laughs> Because if there's one thing I strive for in these summaries, it's relatability. Anyway, IU-7 manages to gradually piece himself together, one Amazon delivery at a time. But he forgot to shield his most vulnerable area first, his robot balls. <laughs> so the local kid, with, I suppose, the help of Zeta, defeats the killbot. Then the NSA shows up to take the remains off to those top men we keep hearing so much about. And oh, hey, it's Agent Lee. She just sort of winks at Zeta and Ro and walks away as though she never even saw them. Which is also what West would have done, but Lee did it out of competence and kindness, not, you know, Westness. Uh, really nice seeing Lee again. Yeah. She I apparently knew, got I, transferred. I, I got the distinct impression that she we were not done with her. Mm -hmm. But I thought she was moving to some other, like, not the actual NSA, but some other thing. Yeah. But, no. It's like you seem to have a problem with hunting for robots, so we're gonna move you to a different hunting for robots. We're gonna division. we're gonna move you to recovering the remains of Robot Squad, which is a mm. whole other unrelated thing. Uh huh. Uh. But yeah, and, and there's a nice moment where Zeta actually hands over the 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 brain chip. Mm. He's like, "Uh, you're, you're gonna want this. This is yeah. this is the key component. What you have there is a bunch of Amazon deliveries pieced together into a robot body. Mm -hmm. This is." <clears throat> Uh, this is the important part. Yeah, this is the actual robot of it. Yeah, he's real so, mad on here. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 in, like, you need to put him in a Moriarty box where he thinks he's having a fun adventure, but mm -hmm. he's really just he's uh, not on your desk. <laughs> he's having a desk adventure. Yeah. Well, like Moriarty. Yeah. Uh, I like this one. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I mean, that's basically my good thing. I like a good splintered remains of a robot rebuilds itself story but mm -hmm. that's probably why i never get sick of brainiac either <laughs> well and i love a robot rebuilds itself out of trash mm -hmm. um like this is my good thing i already said that the evil robot rules last time he showed up but like evil scrap robot even better yeah and they did a good once again good design like mm -hmm. there, there's some there's some okay animation but it's mostly the design part oh yeah where he's crumpled in parts and he's clearly made up of things that don't exactly belong there. And well, his weird dump truck head, which I already liked, is all mm -hmm. like like rumpled up now, and I like that even better. And the the bit where the the chip is sort of exposed is uh, it, honestly it reminded me of um, uh, uh, General Grievous's like rib cage thing. Oh yeah, that uh, Obi Wan sort of pries open and then shoots his his actual heart. Don't it, shoot my living heart, Obi Wan. <laughs> Yeah. Hang on, I got like 50 or something lightsabers here. Vum, vum, vum. Time to abandon sheep. <laughs> That's his fucking voice. <coughs> well, I, was watching, I was watching Clone Wars for a while and like mm -hmm. 
every third episode ended with him going, okay, time to get the fuck out of here. Why don't you just give him Strong Bad's voice? You're, you're, you're pretty close to it anyway. I mean, basically. I dear like to <coughs> say holy crap. <laughs> dear General Grievous, how do you type with 36 arms, all grasping lightsabers, cough, mm-hmm. cough, wheeze? Look, all of you people grew up with comics in the 90s. This is not even the 50th stupidest thing you've seen, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I claim General Grievous to say he's cool now. I always thought he was. I just thought the voice was dumb. Ah. But, you know, I unapologetically like most most things in Star Wars. That, that is true. I know are bad and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You got stuff like that. We all got stuff like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I I genuinely enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I, I and again, I, I made light of this in my in my summary. But really, they had a pretty good handle on. Oh, yeah. When you can order everything online, this is kind of what it's going to be like. There, there, There's a bit where um, um, this is actually ties into my bad thing. So fuck. Yes. It. Uh, there's a bit where uh, the kid's dad uh, voiced by Kevin Michael Richards. Mm hmm. Richardson, uh, yes. Richardson, excuse me. Uh, it's like coming home from work or going to work, and he's like, "You got, you're ordering a lot of giant boxes." Well, they, they did a good job of establishing that this kid likes to tinker with things. Yeah. So he's like, "Uh, more, more deliveries." Mm-hmm. I actually like that. It means usually these stories sort of depend on the kid having a, a neglectful parent. It's like. No, this dad knows he gets a lot of stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah you got more stuff. Oh, even more stuff. You mm-hmm. g- you gonna pick this up? Am I cool to go to work? Like, I I like them putting that yeah. that extra detail in. Uh, also, it's nice to know that an eleven year old can uh, just order a plasma cannon online. Okay, thanks, America. So I saw you're not wrong to criticize every aspect of America. First of all, oh, I will trust me and say what you will, but uh, like ten dollars buys a lot of mice. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> who said anything bad about America? Oh, us. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. But uh, look, it had it coming, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, I do have to take issue with this. They actually made uh, a point of showing, like, security lockout, you don't have access to this, and the robot overriding a bunch of shit and, and like, falsifying a bunch of stuff. There, there's there's just a bit where it's, like, where, like, he has to identify that he's the kid, so, like, he turns himself into the kid, and it's yeah, just but- a very, like, hey, so you 11-year-old, uh, whatever the fuck your name is. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's the robot like gaming the system and mm-hmm. saying a real human has to sign for this here is a real human i have access to mm-hmm. and then it's mostly robots delivering the stuff so no one's going to question it sure which you know i i don't know i get it i kind of like that i kind of yeah. like that they showed well no this kid wouldn't be able to do it on his own but this robot can hack into all but kinds if, of shit if a robot yeah. helps you you can get any kind of plasma cannon yeah look yeah exactly look That's only it's what good you, to be friends with a robot only what you see pal mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I need a plasma cannon. Mm-hmm. My bad thing. I assumed we'd be getting another kid get a- gets access to frightening murder technology story, which they already did with Bucky, but thankfully they avoided that. Mm-hmm. I-, I like that he's just sort of caught up in all this and he does a good job helping out at the end, but I never got a sense of who he is or what oh, he's yeah. like. Like, he does like to tinker with technology. They did establish that. Uh, and he receives a lot of deliveries, but both of those things came from his dad saying that. Yeah. The kid himself, whose name was... Certainly said aloud a few times, but I just didn't catch because he made no impression whatsoever. Yeah. Just has no personality or presence. And it's not the voice actor. No, it's just like it's it just, just feels in the story. This kid really has no role other than to be the the human that like inadvertently helps the robot. Yeah. Like <clears throat> and it would have been like interesting. I think you mentioned this. I think it would have been interesting. Like if he's like, no, this is my robot. I'm helping him. Mm-hmm. But like none of that really happens. It's just like. 
Well, you could do, I and mean, we've seen <clears throat> this kind of story before. Not that oh, yeah. Not that it's bad, but like the robot would trick him into thinking, no, I'm not a killer. I'm your friend. And I then, am a good robot. Yeah, exactly. Or more plasma he, cannons, please. Mm-hmm. It's what I eat. It's fine. Mm. They're not going to hurt anybody. I need plasma cannons to live. Mm-hmm. But mostly he just stands there and watches everything happen, which which is something I'm already doing. Yeah. I don't need a character. I don't need an audience identification character to watch the show for me. Mm-hmm. I'm already doing that. I I kind of like the uh, how the episode sort of rolls out, which is like the, the cops realize that... Uh, the, a giant robot has captured this small child and, like, they've set up, like, a perimeter and everything. Yeah. Well, they don't realize it. What happens is Kevin Michael Richardson, as his dad, rolls mm-hmm. in and says, my baby. Yep. And that's how they know. Yep. They were they were going to just fire on him escaping in his getaway car until he's like, uh, my, my kid's in there. Could you not? Yeah. Could you please not shoot my kid? Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of want to, though. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a bit when the the dad arrives, and this might just be because of my uh, personal feelings about the the police, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he's a person of color, and mm-hmm. when he shows up, the guy is like, "Okay, calm down, sir." It's yep. a very much like, "Is this your giant robot? Am, is this going to be uh-huh. a problem?" Uh huh. Also, Kevin Michael Richardson, who I commented on many times, mm-hmm. like in Static Shock, doing a much more subdued character than usual in that show, even further. Like, usually he plays big monster guys. Yeah. And here, even more than Mr. Hawkins, he's just he's just a real laid-back dad. Hey, you got a package. Okay, hey, I'm going to work. And I, it's like, damn, this guy's, like, I really like that. Yeah. And I have no doubt that most voice actors can probably pull a voice like that, but it's just because he sounds the way he does, he doesn't get cast like that mm. usually. It was nice to hear him, like... Like, who do we have that can play a kind dad of color? Because it's a, it's a character of color, and we want to be, like, appropriate with the casting. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin's here. He's doing static. Yeah, yeah. let's get him. Like, this is a good job. Kev, you want to come across the hull to the uh, Zeta office? Uh, do I get paid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's so good. Yeah, but uh, but the kid was just nothing. <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot going and on again, here. Not a performance thing. Like, I don't like the kid who plays Bucky, but this this kid was fine. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's nothing written there. Uh, uh, what else? What else? Uh, let's see. Oh, Rose got a, like, I, I point this out a lot there, the, the disguises they give her. Mm-hmm. This time, she's still wearing that circuit shirt that, uh, that uh, she usually wears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just puts on a hat and sunglasses. And she thinks that's a disguise. Come um, on, Ro. Ro, you wear a very distinctive shirt. At least change that. Yeah. Also, you at this point, the cops are probably looking for, you know, an 18-year-old kid, like mm-hmm. a slender, you know, like like of your build. Like Bennett, a hat and glasses aren't going to cover it. Bennett just said last episode that he's been like that he knows about you and everything, you know. Yeah, of course they do. They've been yeah. chasing them for months and she's always there. Mm-hmm. I'm probably fine. I'm mm-hmm. just going to put on the coolest sunglasses uh, Maggie's ever seen. Yeah, they're like the fucking, she's like in the mutant gang from uh, yeah. Dark Knight. I got the, I'm getting some real Carrie Kelly vibes off of Rowan. I don't uh, hate it. Well, of course not. Mm-hmm. She balls nasty. Mm-hmm. She don't shiv, that's She don't. Sure. That's one thing I know. Uh, I, I have this note here. As repetitive as it could get, I'd be fine if the remainder of the series was them continuing to defeat IU-7 in increasingly gruesome ways. <laughs> Giant magnet, car crusher, just just every week come up with a new thing to yep. dump him in and <laughs> crush him to death. That's fine. I'd be good with that. Oh, no, I'm dying again. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
vat of acid. Where did this even come from? <laughs> Thanks, Batman. Yeah, we got a lot of these around Gotham. No problem. Mm-hmm. Gotham's best known for its uh, vat of acid exports. I mean, it doesn't export any of them. Are you kidding me? It leaves it. It's in, it leaves them in their abandoned mm-hmm. factories and and uh, amusement parks. Hey, uh, hey, Bill. Should we do something about this giant uncovered vat of acid? Ah, no, they don't pay us enough for that. Just leave it. Forget it, Don. It's Gotham. <laughs> I'm going to steal some crap and then. Oh no! Uh huh. <laughs> my face. That was how I made my livings. Well, this is funny. Maybe I'll go dance on some stairs. That sounds pretty good. Uh, did you hear, by the way, incidentally, that mm. um, Mark Hamill has officially retired the Joker? Yes, and I believe he uh, sort of did it because uh, Kevin yeah. Conroy's not around anymore, which That's I thought exactly was really he sweet. He said, he said, every time they called me again, I'd say, is Kevin Batman? Yeah. And if the answer was yes, I would do it. Yeah. So he's like, well, I guess I'm done. Yeah. Which is great. He doesn't need the work. No. And he loved doing the role, but like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I th- you know. Yeah. I will miss that take on the character a lot, but, you know. Yeah, but. Like, look, I will miss both of those characters a lot. But uh, animated series premiered in 1992. Mm-hmm. So we got 30 good years out of Oh, yeah, of that's, that's way more than I would have expected if you had t- uh, yeah. asked me about it, you know? I mean, honestly, all the series, like all, the fact that, that Conroy continued into mm-hmm. the, uh, appearances in Superman and then all of Batman Beyond and then Justice League, like. I wouldn't have expected that much. Yeah, no. So, yeah. I was surprised, honestly, when they brought him back for uh, Arkham Asylum, you know? like Yeah. It's just like, yeah, we got uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Wow. Okay, cool. I mean, the look is very different. They it wouldn't is. be out of, like, completely out of line to, to recast because it's a different take on the character. Yeah. But, nope, here they are. No, these these guys are amazing. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, let's there's a bit see. in the, uh, one of the chase sequences and there's a car chase in every episode and I usually mm-hmm. gloss over it cause they're boring to me, but, um, they're on a hover bike and, uh, Zeta says, I, I should probably drive for this. And he drives it off, uh, like a, like a 10 story building mm-hmm. onto like a, a highway ramp. And I was like, that looks like the most fun roller coaster ever. Roe must be having a blast right yep, now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, if she did, if she didn't have to hang on for dear life, I'd mm-hmm. absolutely be tempted to put my arms up in the air like on a roller coaster. Wee. On a roller coaster. I would ask you not to say we right now. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> Nobody says we. <laughs> we. Uh-huh. It's fine. Uh, we can gather around a roller coaster and remark upon it later. Mm-hmm. No, we don't do that anymore. Oh. Maybe. I think we're not. Uh, looking at relics from the 20th century and commenting on them anymore either. Which, yeah, that's what I was sort of thinking about, and um, good. Yeah, that was very stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, why? A, why? Uh-huh. Why now that's there, over. <laughs> yeah. Why was there a pencil? I do not know. Okay, end this of show. Was, this was called the stapler. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> like, they weren't even jokes. No. It's like, they. so they didn't have insert word for future stapler no apparently no. not end of, end of segment. <laughs> all right uh mm-hmm. moving on i suppose this mm-hmm. was called a fishing rod mm-hmm. what they didn't just pull fish out of the ocean with giant laser with nets a f- with a fish magnet come on <laughs> i forget what is that for i didn't invent that is that from the a tick f- a fish magnet i don't yeah. know i think it's from the tick it's from some like comedy sci-fi or comedy superhero thing i don't I, l- I like the sound of it a lot though yeah it's exactly what it says on the tin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The tin uh, that they then put the fish in. Yes, exactly. Uh, what else? 
Uh, let's see. I, I, th- there is something about the shot of the cops running past the giant open window where the giant robot is just sitting at a, at a desk working. Is mm-hmm. that is so funny to me? Well, this robot has shown before. If it's not directly related to his mission, he doesn't just like blow stuff up for the hell of it. Like, yeah, like that's one take on evil robots is they will just keep shooting at anything that comes at them. But this guy, mm-hmm. if it's not directly related to his mission of of killing Zeta or his secondary mission of fixing his body so he can kill Zeta. Yep. He's he's not interested. <laughs> I like that. The, there's a part late like late in the episode where like he tears Zeta apart killing him basically. Uh, Zeta does a good job of of faking his own death so the guy will go away, which was actually a good trick I thought. Uh, but like then the guy leaves and he's just like it, it really feels like well time to go find Zeta to kill. Mhm. I thought he would shut down. I thought it would yeah. be like, well, mission mission over, I suppose. That's actually, my quote comes from that bit, because mm. when he leaves, uh, Ro briefly thinks uh, uh, Zeta's dead. And um, it's it's one of those great, like, I I feel like maybe I didn't pick the best quote because the visual kind of helps sell this because it's, it's a gruesome picture of him ripped in half. Yeah. And then he says this very cutely. Have you seen my legs? Which I really liked. But oh, yeah. It, it occurs to me now, maybe just listening, you don't get the full effect because mm. he's just like, yeah, I'm fine. Why Why are you so worried? I'm you okay. seem really. You, you seem really sad. Mm-hmm. Don't be sad. I'm fine. Would just, you like uh, a dish just, of ice cream? <laughs> just uh, plug my arm back in. And, uh, I. Fine. Oh, God. Th- sorry. There, there, there's just something very satisfying whenever Zeta's little little cords reattach themselves. Oh, yes. That the the. Again, the design is great. The animation's fine, but the like the idea that they're sort of like it's kind of like when you see uh, in a movie where someone's injured and mm-hmm. their body fast heals or whatever, and like yeah. the veins grow back and the muscles grow back. It's like that, but for electronics. Yeah, it's like, but it's just watching the little wires sort of snake together and click in. It's like, is mm-hmm. this is this like a visual ASMR? Is that what's happening to me? I love it. I think yeah. it's great. It's like his insides are a puzzle, and he can just put it together very fast. Yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? They broke the shit out of this poor family's house. They sure did. And Not... I doubt anyone's coming to, to give them like a, you know, I doubt there's a damage control in this. Oh, universe. yeah. No. Uh, d- yes. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, pal. You don't have. Uh, let's see here. Uh, two killer robots fighting in your house insurance. I have killer robot fighting in my house insurance. It's pretty standard at yeah, this point. Yeah, but not two killer robots. This is two killer robots, pal. The government only has three, and one of them's still being tested. Yeah, that's real rough, ain't it? Anyway, here's your bill for us coming by and uh, analyzing the scene for you. <laughs> coming by and frowning at the rubble. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> ah, over here. Over here. You're welcome over here. <laughs> I had a note when uh, when IU seven gets some of his components. Uh, he he's really uh, he's really missing out on on a lot of potential clicks doing doing unboxing videos. Oh yeah, like this is my new plasma cannon. <laughs> now he just tears the thing open and plugs it in. Like come ah. on, man. the internet would love to see you like unbox this. The the the, the bit where he unboxes the uh, the robot that delivered the package to him, by the way, mm-hmm. is also very good. Yes. It's like, he scans him as like, oh, fuck, I need one of those brain chip things. Come here. Yep. Punch. Excellent. The guy in the car is like, hey, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to get so fired. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. Yep. 
I giant robot fucking smashed him and stole his brain. Yeah, I don't want to tell you, pal. That's real rough, but uh Is that what Jeff Bezos sounds like? Yeah, yeah hey, pal. Yeah, that's uh that sucks for you, but uh here at uh, Future Amazon, uh which is exactly the same as uh, current Amazon and also uh-huh. laid off uh, a whole bunch of people just recently. That's uh that's rough for you, pal. Mhm. But hey, why don't you put a, a a device in your house that listens to everything and tells mm-hmm. the government what you're doing? Hey, uh, you uh, you're not taking a piss on company time, is you? Mm-hmm. Look, they got meditation cubes, Maggie. What more do you want? Yes, meditation cube. You know how I keep talking about how this show has evil tubes? Uh huh. That might be the evilest tube I've ever heard of. Well, that and that's why I was. I think it was a an unfair criticism because evil tubes are all around us. Look, uh-huh. Just just look. Evil tubes are all around us. Just look around you. Have you, you found what we're looking for? Every day. Evil tubes. You can have an evil tube <clears throat> today. Uh, anything else? Uh, I think I'm going to try and find another verse for my evil tube song, <clears throat> which I think might be the <laughs> the tune to Arthur. I do not. I you're you're off the map of my. I just assumed it was from anime. Now the, everything you say I don't get is from anime. Now, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know that's just how it goes. Arthur he does as he pleases. <laughs> something and something. New York City. Maggie's been watching. Wait, Ar- a lot Arthur. Of wait, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Arthur like um Dudley Moore or yes, Arthur, Dudley Moore Arthur, the cartoon aardvark who I only know from making a fist in memes or. <laughs> Or Arthur the Cartoon Moth. Oh, yes. Yeah. You mean, what you have to say there is the bunny, and then yes. someone has to correct you and say, I think you'll find it's a moth. It's a moth. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I just want to review the tick, mm-hmm. which basically we are doing yeah. by reviewing the, the Brave and the Bold. Listen, if we ran out of Brave and the Bold, I would be totally down to review the tick. Because the theme songs are identical. Uh, the main character is basically the same. He's mm-hmm. always saying big, bombastic things about justice. Oh, yeah. The also, I'm pretty sure there's justice. a ton of the tick I never saw. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, it's very good. I I know. I really wanted to watch it when it was on the air, but uh, that was also when I was in karate. Ah, well, that's unfortunate. That's why I also missed a whole lot of X-Men. Yeah, they they were back-to-back, as I recall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which was the, smart, uh, smart programming on Fox's part. Like, put on yeah. the uh, superhero show and then the superhero parody show. Yeah. Good job. It's the Tick X-Men uh, Power Hour. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of power hours growing up when I was a kid. Well, the hours are less powerful these days. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. The hours are all on streaming services. You can make your own hour of power. Mm. Except uh, they're not anymore. Yeah. Well, they they're, were. They're just throwing them overboard. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Uh, and on that happy note, I think that's all for this time. Yep. Uh, as ever, as I, I mentioned the, the Patreon just now, we are reviewing The Brave and the Bold, and we're yes. very much enjoying it. Um, uh, please uh, please kick us some money. Uh, if you could, yes. I, yeah. I didn't want to harp on this too much, but I am now unemployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am actually, uh, I, I will say this once. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring this up every time. I am seeking work as a voice professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've secured exactly one gig narrating a, an audiobook, which mm-hmm. is which is cool. I'll be on. I'll be an actual audiobook narrator listed on on Audible and like uh, uh, Apple's whatever they call iTunes book. I don't fucking know anymore. Sure, but I'll be on the the actual real services you've heard of. Um, and like, I'm available for all kinds of stuff. So, yep. uh, if you, if you are interested or know someone who's interested, uh, I'm trying to really make a go at, at this as a career for mm-hmm. the first time in my life. It is terrifying. 
Uh, but if, if you can help me or if someone you know can help me, it is voice.algar.com. I've mm-hmm. got uh, samples there. I've got my my whole list of credits. I've got my rates. Any, anything that you could do to help me out would be great. Yeah. Just get a foot in the door. Look, um, you're listening to this. You like Al's voice. I hope so. Or you tolerate my voice yeah. at the very least. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. And for this show, as ever, uh, the, the website is kidslovebatman.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can follow us. Uh, wait, wait, no. Before that, uh, you can write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Mm-hmm. I was going to tease the next episode before we before we go out. Oh, is, yeah. Which is Hunt in the Hub, mm-hmm. uh, like it should have been this week, and, and Rose Gift. And Flunk will be joining us for that. Yeah. Look forward to that. Uh, we are on Twitter. I am at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.